here in Indianapolis at the 2024 NBA All-Star Game and at the 24th Annual Tech Summit, joined by Leslie Slayton-Brown, Chief DE Officer of the NBA. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having yeah, me. I appreciate it. So what do you, when you come to Tech Summit, like, is there something that you are looking for and is something that you're looking to learn when you leave this building? Wow. You know what? So I have to say, first of all, Tech Summit is my favorite part yeah. of All-Star. Right. Mine's too. And I usually try to it, get out afterwards. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. And having come out of the tech industry, mm -hmm. so for me it is looking at what's our latest and greatest innovation. Yeah. And so Adam Silver just talked about the NBA IA, NBIA. Mm. And, um, and so when I look at that, I look at the, the technology that we're bringing in and making sure that we're looking at it from a lens in which when you think about representation, when you think about business impact, um, I, I like to look at it from that lens and, and, and bring in um, you know, our view of the work that I do in the tech part of what we're doing and making sure that we're gonna stay on course with mm, that. Nice, yeah. nice. Well, here we are in February, right? This is Black History Month, and I, I wanna also add that into this. When you think of Black History Month, and, and not the notable names, but is there anyone that stands out that maybe people don't think of enough that has inspired you to this day? Ooh, um, you know what? I have to tell you, my inspiration really comes from my family. Yeah. It, comes from my, it comes from my ancestors. It comes from my grandmother and her wisdom, mm -hmm. Joyce Slayton, Joyce Bass Slayton. And, um, and, and so I bring that with me. I was speaking with somebody yesterday and they said, you know, DEI, it's a heavy load right yeah. now. And it is. And I said, but I stand on the shoulders of folks that have built this space for me to thrive in. And so I gotta keep going. I gotta keep building for others. Yeah. 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 Well, listen, you, you kind of hit it, right? And as we sit here and talk at the uh, Tech Summit, um, DEI is definitely, uh, an important topic as we are in an election year in 2024. You have people saying we're in this phase of maybe a war on DEI. What do you see? I see a lot of turbulence. I see a lot of, um, I say uncertainty. Um, I see fear. Um, I'm optimistic though, because the mission of the NBA is about how we inspire and connect people um, everywhere mm -hmm. around the game of basketball and we are staying the course we're staying true to our mission we're staying we're staying true to our values and so although all of that noise is happening we're staying focused on what we're doing and that is about impacting the communities that we reach that is about making sure that we have great representation um, which we do um, within the league office um, and um, on the court and coaching and so when we think about um, the, this attack that is happening, we're like, we're armored and we're ready to go. Because yeah. we are, I mean, we are a purpose-driven brand that's focused on the mission in these communities. And, um, and so diverse, underrepresented communities. And so we're ready. Yeah. Are you, is, is the league, and, and is Adam, you know, specifically, is, are they telling you to push forward because some corporations are starting to pull back right. because they're afraid of the political atmosphere, what could be in 2025 mm -hmm. and all of that. And so you see people starting to push back. You see some leagues starting to push back. You mm -hmm. see companies even starting to push back. They're not hiring people. They're laying off mm -hmm. DEI uh, officers. Yeah. What, what is the NBA doing to push this forward? The NBA is prioritizing um, the work that we do 
to focus on the underrepresented communities. Yeah. Um, we are, um, and you see this with, you know, with our tech summit, you know, um, with our supplier diversity event we had yesterday, we had over almost 200 people show up, Beautiful. minority suppliers. Um, you see this in the work that we've been encouraged to continue with our HBCU program, our historically black colleges and universities. We have um, 11 in, um, event um, uh, interns here that have been tagged by different organizations to, to come in and bring their thoughts, their perspective, um, their lens on the work that's happening from an um, event standpoint. We see our HBCU Fellows Program continuing on in the investment that we're making in students. Um, and so um, I say that to say that we're a leader in this space. We're, we're, we're setting the standard and we're gonna continue to ride, make that standard rise. Yeah. Um, and so that's the focus that we have. Yeah. Well, what's the day in the life of a chief DEI? officer for a brand as big as That's, the NBA yeah, entertainment. There's no two days that are alike. Yeah. And I love that. I yeah. love that. Um, we have we have days in which we flourish and we have days in which you're just pulling your hair mm -hmm. out. Um, and, and at the end of the day, it is, as I said before, it is about where our values are. And so, um, and, and continuing to push through on those, and right. So some days it is about what do we need to do in order to continue to diversify our coaching um, uh, pipeline. Um, and we've got a coaches initiative that we are working with on that. Mm -hmm. And um, we are another day, it might be, you know, what do we need to do to uh, continue to grow sustainable impact in the, with the economies. And um, our supplier diversity program is, you know, an uh, attribute, you yeah. know, from, from that standpoint. Another day, it's something else. You know, it is what do we need to do to for our interns, mm -hmm. and and um, and so all of these things give us, um, I think, hold us and ground us in where what that mission is and where our values are anchored to. And so whatever whatever it is on that particular day, and as I said, it's no two days yeah. are the same. We're at the end of the day, that's where we're grounded. That's where our foundation lies. Absolutely. Here again at the uh, 2024, 24th annual Tech Summit, um, NBA Tech Summit. So take me back, right? You grew up in um, Merced, California. Merced. I, Merced. Merced. I never heard of that place. So you know, yeah. I'm Merced, California. Yeah. What? Where is, how close what is the LA? Is like, I have no idea where it is. You know LA, you know San Francisco, yes, right? Yes, <laughs> I do. And somewhere in there is Merced. And somewhere in there, it's. Central California, it literally is the heart of California. Yeah. A very um, rural, very agricultural community. Um, if you've eaten an almond or a pistachio or an avocado, um, it probably grew in that in wow. that region of wow. the world. Um, great people. <laughs> and uh, and I say I often say it's a great place to be from. Yeah. But it's a it's a it's a thriving place to come to, and um, there are new universities coming up there. The the newest is UC Merced. Mm -hmm. um, I happen to sit on the board of directors uh, or board of trustees there. Um, but it is, you know, it, it's the heartbeat of California. And so you've got LA down south, four hours, four and a half hours, and you have San Francisco up north a couple of hours from Merced. Yeah. So it's a great access point. Yeah. Man, I, maybe I had to visit there one day, then. especially with yeah, avocados. I love avocados. If man. you ever go to Yosemite National Park, yeah. Merced is the gateway to Yosemite. Yeah, and now I, go, now, now I definitely want to go. There I definitely you go. Want to go to <laughs> and then from there, you know, you go to Boise State University, you play basketball there. 
um, and went to Stanford Graduate School for business, right? Mm -hmm. um, what did you want to be at, when you're in that phase? Was it the basketball? Was you, were you headed that way overseas? Like, what did you want to be? I did play women's basketball, and that is what introduced me to um, Boise State. Yeah. Um, and, and interestingly enough, that the question is a good one because it's part of what we're doing with our HBCU students. We want to give them exposure to places in which they might not consider mm -hmm. taking a job, taking an internship. And you come to you come to Indy, and you see. In fact, I'm I'm delighted, mm -hmm. right? Not that I had a, you know a negative view of it, but I'm just delighted as I walk through this community and explore. And that's what happened to me, and why I chose Boise State. I saw opportunity. I saw a place where when you think of a young black girl growing up in a rural community with, with, with access, you know, in all kinds of different areas, and you come to a community where you can see where you can leave a, a, a footprint, that's exciting. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. And so that's what, that's what motivated me to go there. And when I look at this community, I see something very similar. Yeah. You, have a, you have the opportunity to, to touch things, grow things, nurture things in a way. Yeah. yeah. Well, take me back to that little girl who was playing basketball with her brothers. When her brothers were telling her, you hold, pass it to me when I cut. And you're thinking, why am I passing? I could just shoot it. What advice? How did you know that? <laughs> what, what advice? What advice would you give that girl at that time? Now you've explored the world, right? Yeah. You're sitting here today. Go back to that on that court. Yeah. What would you tell her? Um, like, go for it. Yeah. I, I use the Nike, you know, slogan. Just do it. Yeah. Because my brothers, my brothers made me tough. First of all, mm. um, but the thing that I loved about growing up and the family that I had um, is, and we talk about how it takes a village and. Um, the, 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 the wisdom that comes from it, I you know, honor my grandmother and my mother and my father and, and my siblings. My brothers were, we all were athletes, um, but we had to be academic first, right? We had to start with, with our education first. And so for us it was go and you, you do your homework, then you can go play. Um, and my brothers were always trying to coach me in a game that I knew better than they knew. Mm. Right, one ran track, one played, uh, was a wrestler and, and, um, and played uh, baseball, one was an artist, you know. I knew this game, and so, um, so I said, just like, no, I'm not passing, I'm gonna do it, yeah. right? If the pass was necessary, I would. Um, but it was, you know, it's your confidence and doing what you know. Um, sometimes it's, it's, it's intellectual and sometimes it's gut, and you have to marry those two things together. And, um, and so it's like, just do it. Yeah. Go, go do what you need to do. If it's layup, if it's pass, if it's, you know, alley-oop, yeah. like it's whatever, Let's right? go for it. Mm -hmm. Let's go for it. Listen, going into the bigger business, because you're in a C-suite, you got to get out of here. The tech summit's going on, and I don't want you to miss any key gems. Uh, but looking at the, the bigger uh, macro issue, if you are a, uh, or if, if there's a black company, a black entrepreneur that wants to do business with the NBA, we were talking about the supply chains, it's the, the diversity supplier uh, program that the NBA offers how do they do that? How do they go about being in business with the NBA, especially if you're a young company just looking for change? Yeah, so we did host um, our annual uh, supplier diversity event yesterday. It was wildly successful. Yeah. Um, we had the opportunity to, and we do this in every community that we, we go into, um, it is partner first with the local um, supplier diversity team and in this case, we partner with the Pacers. 
And, um, and so we, we, we bring what we want to do and what we know to do as far as this, you know, for us, you know, Commissioner Adam Silver communicated a $230 million impact that we wanted to make mm -hmm. on the economy here. The, the goal that we have is to not just come and then leave, it's come and leave an imprint and leave a legacy. And so that's why it's important to partner with the, um, with the teams. And, um, and so uh, you, you can come in to our, our system, um, apply, make sure that you're certified. Um, the Pacers, in, in the case of this event we had, they actually did certification leading up to. Mm -hmm. And so there were, I don't know, seven to nine engagements that they had. How do we teach you about you know, your elevator pitch and your qualifications and your certifications? And so they came ready for this event. Yeah. Um, we had matchmaking um, that occurred. We took uh, local com um, corporations um, from, from around and, um, and we set them at tables and they did rotations and they had an opportunity to do their pitch and, and learn what's needed for that particular organization um, to get qualified and to be selected as a vendor. Yeah. And so it's, it's not a single thing that you do. There, there are multiple steps that you need to take. Right. Is there a secret to working with the league that you can offer? I know you've only, it hasn't even been a year yet that you've been in this position, but is there a secret that you can offer that you've learned so far? You know, Jabari, I think it, it, what's interesting is I don't know that there's a secret. Um, this year we did something new and different, and that is is we we created a, a training that was around cultural competency and um, and then values. Mm. And so I think that it's important for any company when you're thinking about who you want to do services with to align to those values. And so I would say that if you know the values that we exhibit and you are an organization, um, so I don't know that if that's a secret, but I think that it is, it's, it's a good way, a good entree into a partnership. And, um, and so um, I would, I, that's, uh, yeah, I would say like, look at, look at what services you have, what values you have that align to the NBA or to a team, mm -hmm. and, um, and then go sell that. Absolutely, mm -hmm. absolutely, and, and then also, um, the bigger picture as far as diversity, right? Uh, when I think of the great job the league has done with players and as well as coaches, but I go to the front office and I mm -hmm. go beyond the general manager and I go beyond the president of basketball operations. There's this F that the league always gets when it comes down to CEOs and presidents and team business mm -hmm. operations. How can we change that? Well, so, uh, so first of all, we are right now, we have a, an initiative that we do um, in partnership what we call Team HR. Fabulous organization. Um, they focus on executive placement mm -hmm. and they do consulting for not only the league office but for the teams as well. And so the opportunity that we have when we look at and being able to have a portfolio of talent to reach out to and to consult and give um, opportunity for our teams and, and bring in within, within the league, um, we have seen an increase in our diversity at the C-suite level as well. And so, um, you know, we're 60, almost what, 62% um, women and people of color within the league office. And we're going to continue to grow that because yeah. it's, as I said before, it's, it's the standard that we uphold. Do the teams mm -hmm. listen to you? I mean, I'm, each team is like small businesses within yeah. themselves, right? Now they control their own jurisdictions and all that, but do they listen to the league's direction when we're telling or when they're explaining how important 
to have more diversity in business front office yeah. positions? Yeah, I think we have a really good, um, we've established a really great relationship. And so over the last couple of years, we've built out um, a DEI alliance, a diversity, equity, and inclusion alliance. And that's in partnership with the teams. Um, we do a composition report that we share with the um, governors of the teams as well as the presidents, head of HR and, um, and head of DEI. And so that partnership, I, what I've seen in my year here, has helped elevate visibility, opportunity, and relationship to take advice and consulting, um, consultation on um, opportunities or talent that has come through. Yeah. And so I love what I see. I'm very optimistic about the direction that we're going. As I said before, we're gonna continue, even with the headwinds that we're facing um, within DEI, we're gonna continue to strive to be the standard and push forward that aligns to our mission and drive that mission forward. Yeah. Last thing for me, Jim Collins wrote a great book, Good to Great, one of my favorite business I love books. That book. uh, it's a yes. phenomenal business mm -hmm. book, right? A lot of gems in that book, a, a lot of we, not eyes. I love that book. Um, I know the Cavs are a team that really stands out what they're doing with their DEI policy because they attach salary compensation to it. Mm -hmm. um, phenomenal way to get people motivated. We're in a yep. world of money, and that's what motivates people. Uh, sticking to Jim Collins' book, um, what's the difference between a good DEI policy and a great one? Oh, I love that question. I think, um, so I think a couple of things. I think that if you're doing DEI in the sense of it's just about representation, you might be doing good. But take it to great is when you show the impact of that mm. work, right? The business impact. Um, the business bottom line and the value of bringing inclusive um, behaviors, inclusive leadership into your organization because you get in the representation, but to get to the innovation, to get to that creativity, to impact that bottom line, you have to allow people to really flourish. Mm -hmm. And that is establishing cultures in which that can happen. Ideas can be shared. Um, people's voices can be heard, their ideas you know, kind of come to fruition. Yeah. And so I, I see that, and in, in, even in my previous you know, role is, good is good, but when you get to great, it feels good, and you, you, you see the, the impact on your bottom line as yeah. well. Yeah. And that's where we are right Absolutely. now. Absolutely, and mm -hmm. that allows people to go for it. Yep. Yeah. Leslie Slayton-Brown, thank you so much for the time, and I uh, look forward to doing this again. Thank you. All right.